We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Monday. It's November 15th. It's 2021. We have 11 basketball games to talk about here on today's slate. I am joined by my good buddy, Will Priester, Chief Justice 06. What's happening, my friend? Nothing much, man. Doing good. Sunday fun day. Had a little NFL action today. Uh, and now we're getting ready to bring it into to the NBA side. So... Uh, always, always things going on this time of year. About the only thing we don't really have going right now is, I think, baseball, because golf is going to – has golf started back up yet already? Yeah. yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Golf is already back. So, uh, you know, and then baseball will be here in March, April, which will kind of knock out football. At any rate, plenty going on. So I'm excited. I mean, there's been golf events. I don't know if it's necessarily like started back up, but I know um, that golf is going because, yeah, I've bet on golf the last couple weeks. So there you go. Um, we have a huge slate today. Uh, we just got done. We were, we were chatting about it pre-show. I mean, we have seven teams on a back-to-back. 
an 11 game slate. So this is going to be like a huge first look type of podcast. I mean, it is every day, but I mean, there's going to be so much news that you're going to have to watch. So we're just going to try to get you started in the right place. Like we do every day before we get into this slate. Will, I mean, I already said it on Twitter, but I think it's awesome. And I mean, you're one of the hardest working people that I know. It's really cool to see this channel over there in the RG Discord say Chiefs Prop Shop, man. Uh, tell us what you got going on over in Discord and um, how can people join and look out for it? Yeah, it's pretty cool, man. Um, basically, we're, we're talking props all day um, centered around that that function of of the DFS side, you know, uh, prize picks, monkey knife fight, thrive, underdog, you name it. Um, we're covering it. Um, and pretty much all sports like baseball is not going right now, but esports is going strong. Um, you know, NFL, NBA, I'm sure we'll get some NHL in there as well. So really excited. It's uh, it's free too, Stevie. So not, not premium. Anybody can come in and I, you know, I, I call it the joint sweat. We're trying to, you know, we're not competing against each other. You know, we're competing against the house basically. So really fun stuff. Shout out to Dan for, you know, kind of giving me this avenue to try to make some things happen. And we just want everybody to be successful. So hop on in the Discord, the Roto Grinders Discord, uh, Chiefs Prop Shop, free channel. And uh, we're exchanging ideas all the time. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm plugging in pretty much anything you see, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm telling you exactly what, what I'm doing and what's going on with it. So um, and then I'm going to try to always post there first. I know I was posted on Twitter a lot. Um, my Twitter post will probably come down a little bit. Um, you know, still going to put some stuff out there, of course, but, you know, we really want you to, to get it in the prop shop. Um, and that way, you, you know, it's kind of a, a one stop for, for everything, all things props. I want to know. I, I recommended one thing um, this weekend over Dan there. Dan I saw it. Yeah, want to know. Uh, his prop was like, I forget what I bet it at. Um, I, I I got it on prize picks too, but it was 40, 40 and a half or 42 and a half receiving yards for Dan Arnold. And like, I bet him at 45 and a half. And I was like, oh, I'll go hang out in Will's channel and the channel they got going on over there in Discord. And um, I happened to pull up prize picks. And there's a couple things um, that I had liked and you had posted some CSGO stuff. Um, so I just threw out Dan Arnold and, um, we hit it. So I'm want to know, I'm not going to post anything else ever again, because I want to stay, um, perfect. All joking aside, uh, it's an awesome channel. A lot of people just kind of hanging out. And, um, I mean, this is DFS props is a ton of fun. Um, it is a, is a fun sweat. And I mean, it's definitely something to, you know, come hang out with chief and i know brit was in there i mean we all we're all gonna hang out in here um at some points because it's just fun so yeah check it out like will said roto grinders discord is free it is one of the free channels uh there are a bunch of premium channels if you're a, a core subscriber um so you can check those out as well let's get into this slate 11 games a lot to talk about we get started here with boston at cleveland 199 total Boston is a one and a half point favorite. Brown remains out. Horford's probable. And then on the Cleveland side, Love, Markinen, and Sexton are all still out. They're like conditioning, getting ready to be back. So they'll be back probably this week at some point. 
Uh, let's start with the Boston side of things. What do you like here for the Celtics? Yeah, man. Uh, so let, let me say this. Uh, Dennis Schroeder is playing out of his mind right now, just in terms of real life. Uh, even from a fantasy perspective, like he's been fine. Uh, I like him here against Cleveland. But in real life, man, just playing fantastic, scoring the ball at a, at a ridiculous clip. Uh, going right back to the well on Marcus Smart, I've been on him. He's going to stay in this mid-5K range, getting these types of minutes in these spots. I think we just have to play him. He's going to play 35 minutes here, so really like him a lot. Uh, Jason Tatum at 98, like I think you can play him if you want to, but I don't think he's necessary. Um, you know, I'm sure Al Horford is – He'll be back because he's probably they probably just held him out because he's, you know, getting up there. Robert Williams had a big game. And at 6,400, even though Horford's coming back, I don't hate it, but I definitely think it'll it'll tick down. But all in all, my favorites, Schroeder and uh, Marcus Smart. Absolutely. I know Richardson will be back. He's 35. Like, I think we can still get on Josh Richardson at that price. Like, if they're not going to push him up to 4,500, with Brown out, like he's kind of a free square every night until they decide to do that. Um, but uh, Smart and, and Schroeder are absolutely my favorites. Yeah, I mean, you know, you mentioned Dennis Schroeder. His price is definitely caught up to the production here with Brown out. But I mean, I think he's still someone with it, that we, that's he's on the list, right? Um, so I think he's someone that we're we're looking at. He's someone that like I've bet his point prop like. I think the last three games. Um, and I mean, I'll look at it again today, but you mentioned Marcus smart. I, I think Marcus smart is really interesting for tournaments. Um, he didn't make a basket the other night, the same Cleveland game. Didn't make a basket scored 28 fantasy points. <laughs> crazy. Isn't it? Just I'm just crazy. so, and so at 5,400, the ceiling is it, it, it's there. It, it, it really is. So, um, I love Marcus Smart in this game. I mean, this game, these two teams just played. It was very slow. I expect this game to be very slow. Um, but, I mean, I don't have a ton of interest in, like, Jason Tatum, more of just price, more of Schroeder and Smart are doing a lot. Horford's going to be back, so I don't have a ton of interest in Williams. On the Cleveland I will say Robert Williams has been playing great with Horford out like this dude. I mean, he, he looks like he's going to be like the future as far as big men for Boston. Um, yeah. You know, he'll finish like Horford probably finishes out this season. He's probably going to retire um, or find somewhere else because I think Robert Williams would be the starting center by the end of this season, um, including next season as well. Going to the Cleveland side of things. I mean, Jared Allen has been playing fantastic. He's had a couple bad games here recently, um, but with all these guys out, he's had a really good stretch. Garland, Rubio, I, I mean, I like this like Rubio role that he's in right now. It's just his price is caught up. Um, so I don't know if he has necessarily like slate-breaking ceiling. Um, what are your thoughts on Cleveland? Yeah, 6K, I'm, I'm not as interested. Um, <clears throat> I don't hate Garland. Um, as we can see the past two games, 39, 37 fantasy points, respectively. Um, that's good enough at 6,800. Clearly, you know, we probably want a little more, you know, we want to get up into that 40 to 45 range at that price just for tournaments, but uh, I don't hate Garland. He's a guy that's probably going to go under on, on, on such a pretty big slate. 
Um, Evan Mobley's been playing fine, you know. Uh, and then I do want to keep trying to figure out what they're going to do with Osman. Like he is still playing, you know, that, that kind of upper 20s minutes. And I don't hate that for 3,900. And then Jared Allen, I know the minutes have been a little lower here, which I think that's really kind of probably what's hampering his fantasy production. If you look 21 and 25 the past two games, but that correlates with 29 and 28 minutes where he was playing, you know, 35 to 38 minutes in those really big games. So, uh, man, I want to play Jared Allen. I still think he's tournament viable, uh, especially playing Boston. Problem is they just played Boston. He still only played 28 minutes. So I um, I think I'm willing to go back to the well once more, but I, I'm hoping the minutes are going to be there. I think the biggest thing to remember about this game, even with it being low scoring last time out, is both of these two teams are bottom five in pace in the NBA, and both of them are top 10 in defensive rating. Um, this is not going to be one of those games that's run back and forth up and down the court with no defense. That's just not how these two teams play. So yeah, it's the first game on the slate and we wanted to cover it, but I mean, this is not one of those games where you're like jumping to go all in on game stacks because there's a good chance this goes under 200 again. Um, so Sacramento at Detroit, 213 total here. Kings four and a half point favorites. Um, I mean, from what I saw in the injury report, Kings are good to go. Detroit, Olenix out still, but I mean, Outside of him, they're good to go. Let's start with the Kings here. Uh, anything standing out to you for the Kings? Yeah, I like Rashawn Holmes here. Uh, feels like a good spot for him. Uh, they should need him on the court for the most part, having to deal with Isaiah Stewart. So not worried about that. Harrison Barnes, you know, coming back down. Shot attempts have kind of come down the past few games. Rebounding numbers still okay, but just not getting any more assists. Um, but we'll see if that continues or – you know, if he's going to, you know, kind of get back up into taking double-digit shot attempts every game. Uh, but all in all, for me, man, it's, it's mainly just Rashawn Holmes. Don't really want to play Fox at 8,200 because, well, I know he does have the upside. He's got it. Um, and this is a good spot. But I think with Halliburton being there, I just don't feel – I feel like it hampers him a little bit. Yeah, I mean, this is a spot. I mean, Detroit's not a good defensive team, so the Kings are not, like – in a terrible spot here it's more of it's more of just looking at like the price and stuff for these guys in general here um with fox being 8200 he's i don't i mean he's kind of on the fringe because we know the games that like he shoots 60 percent from the field he has 50 plus point upside I mean, it's. I, I think these guys are okay. There's not like one guy on this Kings team that I'm like, I have to have him today um, at first glance. And then on the Detroit side, okay, so I have a ton of interest here in Detroit, right? And it's mostly Cade Cunningham. So I was looking back before we got started, and he's like played six games. We'll, we'll call it six games because um, I'm not going to really look at that like Orlando game as like a game. And the three games against Toronto, Cleveland, and Milwaukee were slower-paced games. He didn't have over 25% usage, and he didn't have good fantasy nights. If we look at Houston, Brooklyn, Philly, all three fast-paced games, all three games over 30% usage, all three games over 25 fantasy points. 
Cunningham in this spot, the Kings play fast. Um, I think they're like seventh or eighth in pace in the NBA this season. I like this spot for Cade Cunningham. It's six games. It's a small sample size, but everything that we've seen so far, fast-paced games have created more usage, more shots, and better fantasy production for him. So at 5,500, I have a ton of interest in him. Um, What are your thoughts here on Detroit? Yeah, absolutely love Cade here. Um, Listen, there are no props out for this right now, but trust me, Cade's probably coming in at 14 and a half, anywhere from 13 and a half to 14 and a half. On the on the points front here, I'm probably going to be hammering the over. Just I'm just giving that one out right now. I'm almost positive. Mark my words, he, he won't be past 14 and a half, and hopefully that means I'm right. But I'm, I've been tra- tracking this. I think he'll be at 14 and a half. Um, but yeah, Cade Cunningham, love it. Uh, another guy that I like here. I actually do like Isaiah Stewart here. He got 32 minutes against Toronto, Stevie. Like, maybe this is the sign of things to come. I'm going to overlook the Cleveland game because of that blowout. I think if the game's tight, we're going to get 30 minutes. 30 minutes of Isaiah Stewart at 5K is really, really good. Um, And then at the same time, you got Jeremy Grant. Like, these three guys, I feel like these are the main guys. Sadiq Bey at 64, like, it's okay. Like, he can get there too. But I feel best about that that trio uh, from Detroit. Stewart. Grant, Cade Cunningham, man, should be a good night for them. Yeah, I mean, Isaiah Stewart's 5K, played 32 minutes the other night against Toronto. This is the last two games. Um, With Olenek out, the minutes are there. The Cleveland game was just a blowout. Um, And again, that Cleveland game, Cleveland plays at the 27th pace. Toronto plays at the 29th pace. Those games are just slow. This is going to be a much different basketball game just in general uh, for Detroit. So a lot more interest in the Detroit side of this game than the Sacramento side. Um, I mean, I like some of these cheaper guys and younger players here. New Orleans at Washington, 215 and a half total here. Washington still a two-point favorite, even with Beal out. Um, Zion's the only thing that we got going on for New Orleans here. And then Beal, Bertans. Bryant and Hachimura are all out on the Washington side. Um, looking at New Orleans, Washington's going to be pretty popular here. They're, I mean, Dinwiddie at 7,200 with Beal out is probably still too cheap. Um, so Washington side probably going to be a little popular. So let's start here with New Orleans. Valanciunas has been playing fantastic. Ingram came back um, over the weekend and played 29 minutes. Is this team just priced appropriately now that Ingram's back? And, like, I mean, we're not likely going to see, like, as many 15 to 20 rebound games for Valanciunas with Ingram back. Um, I I just think the... We gotta we gotta wait like a week to get back on like this New Orleans trains because we need like the pricing to come back to where Ingram's back on the team, back with the team, back with the team. I guess. Yeah, absolutely. So I mean, even Devontae Graham at sixty three, like he's gonna have some games this season where he pops, no matter what his price is. But generally speaking, we don't want to play that for him in this system. 
Uh, Nikhil Alexander Walker, he's fifty nine hundred. Uh, he'll have a couple games where he pops. We don't, uh, but I don't think we want to pay that price for him. Josh Hart at fifty three hundred feels like maybe the the safest play, but you're going to hope he gets there on peripherals, which he can absolutely do. And then at the same token, Brandon Ingram, I think, is overpriced at eighty five hundred. So I, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I don't want to play anyone. I do think Valanciunas still has the upside. Like in a like, I do still think at ninety one hundred, like you can take a shot. It, it's not as likely, uh, but it's it is possible. And the only thing I, I would say about that is what he has going for him is his minutes are stable now. He's going to get his thirty two to thirty five minutes, which I'm really excited about, and that could absolutely work out here uh, against Washington, where he's going to see Gaffer uh, alongside Trez. Yeah, definitely a good spot on paper for Valanciunas. Um, it's just more of price for me. On the Washington side of things, I kind of already said it. I think Dinwiddie um, is – I know he got a price increase, but I still feel like he may be a little too cheap with Bradley Beal out. Um, you know, you just – you look at the, the matchup and everything, and it's not the greatest matchup in the world, but this guy is coming off of a game with 30% usage rate against Orlando. Um, I mean, I have a hard time not having a ton of interest in Dinwiddie, even at this price tag. Um, what are your thoughts here on Washington? Yeah, absolutely. Like Dinwiddie. Uh, I think this is a, a really good price for him considering his new role. Like when he was in Brooklyn, if he was 7,200 and everybody was out, we were going to play him because we felt like he was going to get 40 to 50 fantasy points. Well, it's a pretty similar scenario in my opinion with Bradley Beal and he put up 49. 0.25, almost 50. So I, I'm, I'm in on that price. You know, you look at Kyle Kuzma, I think he's a guy that we can take a look at as well. I mean, shot shot the three, shot 10 threes against Orlando, and but he's doing that on a regular basis most games. So, you know, if he gets hot, you know, look out. Uh, so I do like the price on Kuzma. And look, this, this is kind of a – this might be my let's get weird GPP play already. But Trez is – feels overpriced until you look at what he's doing in limited minutes, you know, 25 to 26 minutes, almost every time he touches the court. I, I like Trez here in a spot with Beal out where they may have to lean on him for some scoring. Uh, I mean, he's coming in just taking over games. So uh, I, I am interested in Trez. Orlando at Atlanta, 214 total here. Atlanta is an 11-point favorite. Atlanta is on the second end of a back-to-back, so we don't have, like, an injury report. Um, for them, we know that DeAndre Hunter is out. Wish him a speedy recovery. Um, hate seeing players, you know, miss extended period of time. Michael Carter-Williams, Fultz, Isaac Moore out. Big news that we're kind of watching here for Orlando is Jalen Suggs is questionable. If he weren't, if he ends up sitting, I'm not looking at like the minutes because the minutes have been anywhere from 25 to 30 for him. It's more, Will, I'm kind of looking at like it's 10 to 15 shots because this guy's shooting a ton this season. And I mean, they're going to let him keep shooting too. I just, if Jalen Suggs were to miss this game, I think this might be one of those spots where it's like, Maybe I go to the well that I haven't gone to at all this season, and maybe I play some Terrence Ross. Um, <laughs> what are your thoughts here on the Orlando Magic? 
My thoughts are we may need to free Terrence Ross, Stevie. Uh, <laughs> we may man. need to not play the magic. It's probably the that's probably the right answer. <laughs> well, here's what I will say. And Ross said he's 3,600, man. I, so I wouldn't cheap. be able to, yeah, I, I can't. This is a guy that we know he can get 30. Like he can absolutely get 30. I, I can't pass up a chance to play Terrence Ross at these prices. Uh inversely, I th- I think. R.J. Hampton might be okay as well. He's already playing 20 to 24 minutes. Uh, maybe this just opens up a few more shots for him. I just – I think R.J. might might actually be okay as well. These two cheap pillars of the uh, Orlando Magic, R.J. Hampton, Terrence Ross. Didn't expect us to talk about them today, I bet, folks, but here we are. I mean – Again, wait and make sure Suggs is not going to play. I think that makes a huge difference. Um, Wendell Carter Jr. shooting a ton right now. It's just his price. He's $6,900. Um, they, they've priced him up. So I, I just have a tough time playing Wendell Carter Jr. at this price. Um, I, I have a hard time playing Mobamba. Like, the Orlando Magic are priced up. Cole Anthony has ceiling. He's 7,400. He would probably be the guy that I'd play, like I'd take the shot on the most, but I'm just not digging the prices for the Magic here. And on the Atlanta side of things, I mean, it's the second end of a back-to-back. It's a great matchup. The Magic stink. Um, they're they're terrible in every aspect of the game. Um, <laughs> and I don't even care what the stats say. I watch the Magic way too much, and they're just not a very good team. Um I mean, okay, I think they're a decent team. I think the bench, they have no bench whatsoever. Um, what are your thoughts here on Atlanta? Um, I mean, it, this is going to be a good spot for them. Like you said, even on a back-to-back, you know, you look at a guy like uh, – and, man, I'm, I'm just waiting for Clint Capella to really pop. Like, he, his minutes are back up, and that might have been just because of the matchup. I mean, we saw him against Utah and Denver – where these guys had big men. He played 36 against Utah. He's going to see big men again. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Clint Capella cranked one tonight uh, on this slate. So I like him a lot. Um, is this the spot where Trey Young is going to pop for 60, Steve? Did you see what he did Sunday? Yeah. I'm just saying, like, he just – he had a game on he, – he, man, he looked great against the Bucs. Um, I mean, could he do it? My problem, my problem with Trey Young in this game is do the magic keep the game close enough for Trey to hit his ceiling? I mean, you know, we can't. So here's the thing. We think this game is going to be a blowout, and then it ends up being like 115 and 113. It's unlikely, but you, you know how this season's gone so far. It's been so weird. Like, and it's probably just because it's early. I am willing to take a shot on Trey, though. Like, like he, he, this could be a big spot for him. And Trey's dialed up two back-to-back performances, by the way. Like, he, he just lit up Denver as well. Like, he, he dropped 30 on him, like, quietly. Nine assists, five rebounds. So, I mean, it, it, it's he's getting there. Yeah, so I think if you're playing Trey Young here, uh, like, I have no issues playing Trey Young, for what it's worth. I think if you're playing Trey Young, you got to run it back with like a Cole Anthony, Wendell Carter Jr., Mo Bamba, something like that. 
you need one of these guys to like have a big game on the other side if you're playing Trey Young, I think. Um Kevin Herter big minutes as well at 3800. Yeah, I was going to say Kevin Herter is someone that I like. He's going to play 30 minutes now um with Hunter out. Um the minutes are going to be there for him. Bogdanovich if his price was a little bit lower, I think like if he gets down in like the 4k range, it's something that we got to kind of watch. And um, Gallinari is super cheap. And I mean, obviously it's the second end of a back-to-back. So we got to make sure he's playing first, but Gallinari is someone that probably plays like 25 minutes in this game. If it stays close. So um, just kind of watch the back-to-back. He has played one back-to-back this season. He played two um, back-to-backs this season and the minutes haven't been great. So just, I mean, maybe we pass on them in this spot, but I, I like the herder. And like I said, if you're playing Trey young, I think you got to run it back with one of these magic guys. Moving on. We got the Pacers and the Knicks two seventeen total Knicks three point favorites. Um, Duarte is questionable. Warren's out. Noel is questionable on the Knicks side. Uh, let's start here with the Pacers. Obviously if we got news that Duarte was not going to play, that's 27 to 30 minutes going around here on the Pacers side of things. Uh, what do you like here for the Pacers? Listen, Sabonis is 8,800. And here's the, here's the deal, Stevie. We think because they're playing the Knicks, like we should be afraid. I'm just, I'm just not afraid. Like he's 8,800. I like the price. I, I feel like he should be 92, maybe 93 ish. Love this price for him. I know Justin Holler, they had, had one of those games where he's going to pop. I don't care. Um, I'm pretty much just interested in Demonis Sabonis. And, and I mean, Karis LeVert is very cheap. Don't get me wrong, but I just, I, I've, I've got to see him just kind of, get there. I don't think they're going to limit him this game because it's not a back-to-back, but um, I don't know. But Sabonis at 88 is my guy. If we get news that Duarte does not play in this one, um, I, I kind of want to... So I think it'd either be McConnell or Holiday starting. I think that would be the logical options. Um, so if we get news Duarte is not going to play... I want the guy that's not starting. So if if McConnell starts, I want Holiday. If Holiday starts, I want McConnell. And the reason that I say that is whoever doesn't start is going to have a ton of usage because this the Pacers are very do do the same thing a lot. They'll run these the starters until like the four minute mark, three minute mark of the first quarter. They'll give them their rest. They'll check back in at like the seven minute mark in the second quarter, eight minute mark somewhere around there. And I mean, so there's a lot of usage. We saw it the other night. Justin holiday had like 20 fantasy points in like a a seven or eight minute window um, because of the usage with the second team. So I want the guy that's not starting. I don't really have a ton of interest in TJ McConnell, even if Duarte is out because of his price. But if, if McConnell starts and like, we're going to get, massive usage from Justin holiday off the bench. I mean, I think he's, he's someone that's going to shoot. He's not afraid to yeah. shoot. Uh, the Knicks side of things. I mean, the Knicks are kind of priced, right? I think Kimball Walker here at 5,400 got to go back to Charlotte and have a really good game, but I don't think we're expecting Kimball Walker to shoot 19 times every night. Um, honestly, I just don't have a ton of interest here in the Knicks. I mean, Kimba and D Rose, like, they basically just flip flop minutes 
in the Charlotte game. Like, we understand that it's the NBA, and hey, let Kimba have it. I mean, Kimba, he just lit it up in the first quarter, really. Like, just, it was insane. Uh, we still won the game, though, which I was very excited about. The Hornets pulled that one out. But I, I do think Kimba at 54 is okay. Like, you know, I've talked about if he's going to get 31 minutes, like, he's going to have upside. It's just, are they going to give him 20 minutes this game, or is he going to get 30 to 35? You know, I don't, I don't know because the minutes have been all over the place. Uh, Mitch Rob was someone I was hoping we could play. He's not playing big minutes. Uh, so it's mainly Randall and mainly Kemba for me, sprinkle of Derrick Rose. Um, Barrett at 59 is okay too. His minutes have been down the past two games. So I'm just, I, I, I don't know, but the only person that's really safe is, is uh, Julius Randall. He's the only person that's not getting his minutes pulled basically. Yeah. I mean, Randall's minutes are super safe. I think RJ Barrett, for the most part, his minutes are safe. Um, I mean, the Milwaukee game wasn't the greatest game just in general. In the Charlotte game, Kimba Walker did his thing. And like I said, I don't expect him um, so to do that every night. We got Denver at Dallas. Uh, there was a couple books that had a 209 total out with Dallas, a four-point favorite. It is a back-to-back for Denver. Cleveland is out um, on the Dallas side of things. We saw, like... Will Barton out of nowhere on Sunday get ruled out. Um, out of nowhere. Like, with the back. Like, he just – I don't even know. Um, like, he – I guess, like, the starting lineup. Like, he was in the starting lineup originally. And I guess during warm-ups hurt his back or something. So, I mean, obviously, we're going to be paying attention to see if he's going to play or not. Um, Porter, I mean, he's out. They they said that he's not even close. Murray's not close. So, I mean, if Barton's out too, like we saw, I mean, I was watching the game before we got started, and Jokic, um, I bet his points, rebounds, uh, assist number is like forty five and a half, and he had it in the third quarter. So, uh, he was just having a game, and I mean, he, I don't even know if he checked back in in the fourth quarter. Anyway, let's start here with the Denver side. They're on the second end of a back-to-back, but, I mean, if if Barton doesn't play, the the prices for Denver does not reflect all of these guys being out because that news came out so late. Um, so when I'm looking at Denver, I obviously have a ton of interest in Jokic. The dude has triple-double upside every night right now. But you have to have interest in, like, Morris Bones Highland. I think you have to have interest in like PJ Dozer, um, Capazzo. Like, there's just there's so many 3K like guard slash wing plays that become super interesting here. Yeah, for sure. Um, which you know, Morris had a, a, a really solid game, uh, in, in the, the game that they just played. Um, like you talked about Bones Highland, like he he's he's going to be in play as well. Um, are are we going to play Aaron Gordon? The answer is no. Uh, don't play Aaron Gordon. He had a really good game. Was it Friday night or something? Um, I was like, Haha, everybody's going to chase that. Oh, well, but he didn't have the the good game against Indiana. I That's think, what I said. Well. Everybody was going to chase it. Yeah, it's like, come on, guys. 
But bottom line, man, you play Jokic. I mean, this guy's going to do it all. Um, even in that Atlanta game, really good game, 22-19-10. The game before that, 25-10-15, and 28-2-14, and 34-5-11, 23-7-7, blocks. Like, I mean, he's, man, just, just playing at an all-time MVP level. Just all-time MVP level. I mean, he's averaging like 2.3 fantasy points per minute. with these And that was without Barton off. Um, he's I'm, basically Giannis in Denver. I think he's, <laughs> I think he's better than Giannis. That's what's crazy. Um, so taking Michael Porter Jr. and Will Barton off the floor this season, leaving Jokic on the floor. Two fantasy points per minute in 38 minutes. Um, and this will update after tonight's game, so it'll probably go up a little bit uh, because he didn't even need to play a lot. Dallas side of this game, I mean, Luca finally just – he finally was like, you know what? I am ready to go out and have a monster game. Uh, like, he had, he finally had his big – monster game like uh, he had a 60 point game against houston earlier this season but we finally got that like luca ceiling game and you could call me crazy but i might fade him because i feel like people are gonna click his name they're gonna see that 80 fantasy point game and they're gonna play him and i don't know if that's the case yeah i i definitely play Jokic over luca here yeah um, me too and so I think that's that's the way I'm going to go. Um, Porzingis, Porzingis is just someone I just I'm just going to have to miss out on, right? Like I want 7K to be too cheap for him, but he's not consistent enough for me to pay 7K. I, so I don't think I'm playing anyone from Dallas. Bottom line, that's kind of where I'm at. Um, I, I think, and I've been saying it all season. I think Jalen Brunson's interesting, but I think his price needs to come back down. When he was like 5K, he was super playable. Now that he's almost 6K, it's tougher to play him for sure. Yeah. We got Houston at Memphis, 221 total here. Memphis is an 11-point favorite. Houston is on the second end of a back-to-back. Did not see any news come out. Um, We know that like Kevin Porter Jr. just came back and it was like a thigh injury. So we'll have to see if he's going to play the second end of a back to back. And outside of that, I'm not really too concerned about these guys playing back to backs. Uh, What are your thoughts here on Houston? Yeah, I mean, should be a good up and down game. You know, uh, Kevin Porter Jr. 62. I don't hate um, and and good for him too. Christian Wood at, at 8K. I mean, I know he's facing uh steven adams but i at 8k i still think that's too cheap for his upside um i wish i could play Jalen green like i i want to play him i believe the talent's there but we've just got to see some consistency and at 5k he's priced for his normal production until he has a ceiling game yeah i mean I don't have a ton of interest in Houston. If it wasn't a second end of a back-to-back, I think you could take some shots on Kevin Porter Jr. Memphis, I mean, John Morant is 
he's just quietly ton of usage 50 point fantasy machine i just don't know like if he has the ceiling as some of these other guys over 10k tonight but it's houston yeah I'm, (laughs) i'm more worried about the game staying close than anything else yeah 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 i get it i mean and then especially with uh dylan brooks back now um, I just about the only people I think I person I could play would be uh, Ja and maybe maybe Steven Adams only because of his price. But I'm not really interested in him either. So, um, you know, Dylan Brooks, I think, has really hurt some of this value we had. And that's OK. You know, he's he's back and it is what it is. Phoenix at Minnesota. There was a couple books that had this game at 223 Phoenix minus three, even though they're on the back-to-back. I mean, obviously, on the Phoenix side of things, we're going to see if Aiton's back or not. He did not play on Sunday. But that's really the big news that we're going to kind of watch here, um, just in general, for this game. So let's start here with the Phoenix side of things. Um, I mean, they played Houston on Sunday. And they didn't have to play, like, big, big minutes, so I'm not terribly concerned about them on the second end of a back-to-back. What are your thoughts here on Phoenix? I mean, I think the big question is, when does DeAndre Ayton come back? Um, You know, if he's not back, then we're going to get Kaminsky against Minnesota and Carl Anthony Towns. Um, We're going to get Jay Crowder against Minnesota and Carl Anthony Towns. You know, we're going to get Mikael Bridges against – Minnesota and Carl Anthony Town. Like, I, I just think, you know, these guys will have upside in this game. And I don't expect this game to be some, uh, like, a blowout. I'm expecting this game to be pretty competitive. Um, you know, is the point guard CP3 going to keep uh, uh, shiny here? I mean, man, he's just, he's playing well again, like another season. You know, he's we just talk about really the- good at basketball. Yeah. Like, we talk about LeBron and kind of his, uh superiority in the game and Chris Paul's just kind of he's really doing the same thing at his position basically is what I'm saying like man he he's just wow just just continuing to be fantastic here so I at 8600 I usually want to take a shot on Chris Paul against Minnesota I actually I, I absolutely want to take a shot on Chris Paul I mean the assist Stevie I mean, gosh, man, they could just be. I'm just going to go ahead and call it now. I, I think he gets double digit assists in this game again. That, that's what I think. So, you know, between that, I don't think he's going to score 20 points, maybe 12 to 15 points, you know, 10 to 15 assists. He'll probably get a steal or two, get a few rebounds. All in all, I think he gets there. Love Chris Paul in this spot. I mean, he continues to lead the league in, uh, you know, estimated assist ratio at 42.2%. Like, him and Draymond are in a league of their own when it comes to estimated assist. Like, and there's a huge difference. Draymond is a very underrated passer. And, like, over the last few years, I feel like he's gotten a lot more credit, but he's very good. Um, I, I just, I mean, I'm with you on Chris Paul. He's someone that... Maybe I look for Chris Paul's like assist as like a prop or on like uh, a DFS prop, like what we've been talking about with like, you know, prize picks and stuff. Um, so 
8,600 is, it's a, I mean, he's just, the upside's there. It, it really is. Outside of him, though, I mean, yeah, like, if Aiden doesn't play, I don't mind Kaminsky. McGee had a big game on Sunday. I'm not going to look into that too much. We love big guys against Carl Anthony Towns. Um, what are your thoughts here on Minnesota? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I like Carl Anthony Towns. Like, I understand the price. Like, he's 10-2, and I, he's not my favorite. And he's not averaging. Like, he's not cranking out 50s, but we just got to take chances where we can. And no Aiton feels like, he, you know, he should be able to get it, get in the mix here. I wish he was – I wish he had consistent shots per game, Stevie. Like, could we get you anywhere in the 18 to, like, 23, 24 shots a game category? I feel a lot better. Um but and it's not as sporadic as you think, but 11, 17, 19, 20, 11, 16, 17, 11, 13, 20. Like there's not true consistency consistency to the shot attempts as of yet, at least not, you know, from, from my perspective. But I still think this is a good spot for him. Uh don't hate D'Angelo Russell. Uh don't hate Anthony Edwards as well, but I prefer to take some other pieces from other places because these guys are facing Phoenix, who should play pretty good defense overall. Miami at OKC, 210.5 total. Miami is a 9.5-point favorite. Butler is questionable. Morris and Oladipo are still out. Bam is expected to play. OKC, second end of a back-to-back. I mean, the only thing that I I saw was Mike Mascala rested on Sunday, so I would assume that he'd play here. Um, I don't know if it matters that much because he doesn't play a ton of minutes anyway. I mean, Miami should handle this game. Uh, with or without Butler, Miami right. should handle this game. If Butler plays, probably fading Miami. If Butler sits, Tyler Hero at 6,600 going up against OKC probably shoots 20 plus times. And if he's hot, uh, he could have a big game. Robinson, if Butler sits, should play 30 plus minutes and he's 4,700. So I think this game really just depends on Butler because I honestly, I don't have a ton of interest in the OKC side of things. And we'll talk about that in a second, but this is probably one of those games that if Butler plays, I X off. If Butler sits, I'll take shots on hero and Robinson. Yeah, I'm not playing anyone from OKC, so whatever you decide, it's it's fine with me. Uh, in terms of the Miami Heat, like you said, it's all about Jimmy Butler. If he's out, I like Robinson. You know, I actually still like Lowry. I think Lowry and um, and Hero should be the same price, and Hero is basically a thousand cheaper. So I, I'd absolutely side with Hero over Lowry. Um, but all in all, you know, it's just those those handful of guys. I won't. I don't hate Bam. Um, but, but, you know, I'd get my exposure to the cheaper players. I will say this, um, on the OKC, on the OKC side of things, uh, again, I don't have a, a ton of interest in them. Um, second end of a back to back. And uh, I mean, I've been kind of watching this whole situation, but Robinson Earl is kind of like gotten back into that like starting lineup type spot playing like 25 minutes. He's 3,600 could be very good. Very interesting. I wouldn't say good. Um, like contrarian 2% own pivot salary play. So just kind of sign something to watch. Cause I mean, they've given him 
24, 29, and 22 minutes in the three games that he started in the last four. So, I mean, just something to note. Toronto at Portland, no total in this game. Portland on the second end of a back-to-back, and, I mean, we're going to definitely be paying attention to this Lillard news. Um, On the Toronto side of things, Precious is questionable, Boucher is questionable, and Van Van Vliet is questionable. Um, Portland, they said he's day-to-day as far as Damian Lillard is concerned, but, I, I mean, this game... This game has the potential to just have so much value if all of these guys sit on the Toronto side. So let's start with the Toronto side. If Precious and Boucher sit and Van Vliet, I think we have to look at Birch at 3K. I think regardless, we have to look at Siakam. He played 35 minutes against Detroit the other night. OG. Trent, Goran Dragic, uh, you know, if Van Vliet's out, Goran Dragic probably plays enough minutes. So, Will, talk to me here about <laughs> Toronto. Um, very tough to break down, but we probably don't get this news until later in the day. I, I don't even know if we get this before lock happens. Uh, if we got it before lock, I'd be shocked. I would be shocked. So I think what what I would do in terms of this play is figure out who you like, right? Like, okay, so we like Goran Dragic. Well, we understand that LeBron is is out, right? LeBron is is not playing. So we like Dragic. Guess who's also the same price if you put them in a guard spot, Malik Monk. And I'm not trying to jump ahead. I'm saying that would kind of be my – my process with that. Okay. Put him in a guard spot. And if he doesn't play, I can still get Malik Monk. Right. Yep. Um, you know, and then, you know, if you like uh, OG, then what I would do in, in that particular case is I probably, it, it, it's, it's not going to work completely. I'd probably take DeRozan or Siakam, and then I could bump it down. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, there, there's things I can do, but you're going to have to basically base it off both 10 o'clock games to make it work. And so that's how I would, I would play that. But absolutely, I mean, these guys are out. I, I think Drogic is – he's probably almost a lot, right? Like, at 4,100, playing almost 30 minutes, going to kind of run the show uh, like that a lot. Uh, Gary Trent is 5,800, not as cheap as I want him to be for – a guy that's mainly just going to shoot, but he is going to be one of their scores and the shot attempts are there. So I don't hate the price, but we're going to need him to get 35 plus fantasy points, which he can do. Um, you know, I remember taking him on a game last year and I mean, I think he scored 40 real points, Stephen barely had any peripherals. It was awesome. Uh, the points count, but that's, you have to understand that that's who it is. If Gary train has a bad shooting night, your fantasy night is over. Uh, but that, that's kind of how I would play it have some pivots in place between these uh, two late games, because once again, I I think you're spot on. I don't think we get the news. And then on the Portland side of things, if Lillard's out, I mean, we know um, Powell and CJ McCollum become very interesting. Um, I mean, Norman Powell going up against Toronto, Gary Trent going up against Portland. Um, This is the NBA, but I mean, (laughs) 
I think Simon's, you know, we kind of we saw it on Sunday with with him. Like, uh, just if Lillard is out, then I, I mean, the Trailblazers kind of got blown out a little bit, but Simon still played 28 minutes at 3,500. So this game offers a lot of value. It offers some potential like ways to catch up if your early games don't go well. Um, yeah. What are your thoughts here on Portland? Uh, yeah, I like Portland. Um, you talked about Simons. I'd be right back to the well with CJ. I can tell you that CJ, they just, they didn't start out well. And so it just didn't come together for him, but I'd be right back to the well. Uh, Nurkic at 6,600. I don't hate it. Like the price is coming down now when he was in that 7k range, didn't want to do it, but in that 6k range, I don't mind taking some shots. Um, and then Norman Powell at 54, he didn't have a great game on Sunday, but I'm more than willing to play him with Lillard out as well. All right. We finish it out with Chicago Adelaide taking the Lakers. No total in this game. Lakers on the second end of a back-to-back. Um, Along with the Bulls, actually. The Bulls played on Sunday, too? Yeah, they're playing the Clippers. Okay, I totally missed that. Um, anyway, so we know Vooch is out. He's going to be out, I think, until Monday of next week, I think, is when he's out till. Um, I mean, outside of that, we're going to be waiting to see if anything comes out of this game as far as injury news goes. Let's start here with Chicago. Um, I mean, I don't want to cross this game off, but I don't love this game. <laughs> like, it's about to get even more crowded. Kobe White's coming back tomorrow. Okay. So, I mean, between Lonzo, Kobe White, Alex Caruso, Levine, DeRosa, like, man, it, it guard central, Stevie. I, I don't know. I mean, I think Levine and DeRozan are always going to be, air quotes, safe. But it, it's only one ball. Everybody can't shoot it. So I, I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I mean, the Lakers are a good spot this season, but – Maybe I maybe I go for some Alex Caruso revenge, but with Kobe White back, like how how does that how does that work? I just I don't know. I, I'm with you. I think I'm just going to cross the Bulls off and and take a wait and see approach. And, and Vooch isn't even back yet. Like you see, when he comes back, it's going to get worse. So I, I I'm with you. I'm crossing the Bulls out here. So uh, here's the only the only thing I'm going to say, and this is, man, my early games didn't go good, and I got to play boomer bust catch up here you're gonna have plenty of utility forward guard spots because the toronto portland game is just new central um so i'm looking at who do you think chicago tries to pair with anthony davis here because honestly i don't think for one bit they play Tony Bradley 30 minutes. Maybe <laughs> I, okay. So here he played me, 14 minutes against golden state. Hear me out. And that was a little bit of a blowout, but hear still. me, hear me out. Will Derek Jones jr. Get some Anthony Davis minutes here. And like, he's going to get owned. Anthony Davis is owning whoever they put on him in this game. 
But Derek Jones Jr. is 3,100. I'm, I'm getting crushed in the early games. Maybe I roll out a little bit of um, him later on. <laughs> I don't hate it. I mean, I, I get it. I, I don't hate it. Um, uh, I'm probably fading this game, even on the Lakers side of things. I think Anthony Davis is in a fantastic spot. But overall, um, yeah, I just – yeah, I just – I don't know. I just, I don't really love the Lakers here. Yeah. I mean, I get it. Like, Anthony Davis could absolutely come out and just fall. But he doesn't have the same – I don't want to say it's not yeah, – now I'm going to say it's not the same. He doesn't have the same upside as he did when he was in New Orleans and he was the man. Like, he's had help from LeBron and help from Russ. And not that he doesn't need help, I'm saying – it's just it's it's not the same. Like he's not going to score eighty fantasy points too many times a season anymore. Where you know I remember a game he scored fifty five against Detroit, so fifty five real points, and I think he had a hundred fantasy points that game or somewhere close nine nine and a half whatever it was. I think it was three or four years ago. At any rate, bottom line, I'm with you. Don't really want to play uh, too many Lakers outside of like I talked about that Malik Monk swap especially if you're maxed out and aren't really going to get a whole lot of uh, other options in the Toronto Portland game. You know, Malik Monk is the ultimate swap if you can't get Dragic. All right. Let's play the morning grind game. Um, Favorite play under 5K to go 7X today. We have a bunch of them. Yeah, we do. Um, maybe I'm. Maybe I'll stay away from uh, from that from that news game. Tough one, man. I, I think I'm gonna have to go with the news game. Give me. Uh, Give me Dragic at forty one hundred. Yeah, I mean uh, that's kind of uh, you know we're we're taking shots in the dark here as far as just trying to figure it out um, night before, but like mine, like mine is a hundred percent on Barton plays or not. But I'm gonna go Bones Highland at thirty four hundred. Like if it. Barton plays, there's no chance I'm playing Bones Highland here. I, I mean, he has been playing better recently. But I really only like him if uh, Barton ends up sitting here. Um, over 8K to go under 5X. Who's your bust at the top today? Uh, give me Brandon Ingram. All right. Um, I like that one. I think... I don't think this game stays close. So I'm going to go Trey Young. Just doesn't get there because he doesn't play a lot of fourth quarter minutes. Favorite uh, 6X play today? Give me Rashawn Holmes. Oh, he took my guy. He took my guy. Yeah. Come on. Let's see. I was going to take two. Uh, No way. I like going off the board. Um, I thought he was a little off the board, but I'll go Dinwiddie. He was kind of the other yeah. guy that I had 
you know, just I, I think Dinwiddie is still too cheap with Bet Beal out. Um, Patrick Mahomes is reminding us why he is the best, by the way. He's just absolutely lighting La- Vegas up on Sunday. Last I checked, he had what 345 yards passing. I don't even know if it's that high, but he just threw another touchdown. So, wow. I told you I was like super nervous about my Tyreek Hill prop, and uh, that hit too. So, there we go. Um, let's get weird. GPP play of the day. Who do you got? Um, I kind of talked about this earlier. I'm sticking with it. Give me Trez at, at 6,500. I like it. I don't think this guy is going to have any ownership whatsoever in this game. Give me Cade Cunningham. Uh, maybe he does, but I think because he's had a couple bad games here recently, because there's so many, I think stars and scrubs is going to be a very popular build today. Yeah. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go Cade Cunningham again, the three games that have had that he has pushed the pace in, he's had really good games. So uh, any bets standing out to you here night before um, well, you know me, man. I'm gonna try to go for what I know, and I did see that some stuff was coming up on the board earlier. Things were coming in. Yep, here's one. This is an early prop, okay? Early. I'm gonna take it again, Stevie. I'm banking on him getting the minutes. We've got Kimball Walker at 13 and a half to open up the day. I- I'm taking the over. I mean, he's only done that one time in the past five games, but I'm, I'm just going to bank on him them sticking with the minutes here. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to go Miami minus nine and a half. OKC's okay, yeah. on the second end of a back-to-back. Miami should handle this game without question. Um, so I'm going to go Miami minus nine, and a half. minus nine and a half. That's kind of the first thing that you know was standing out to me. Uh, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Um, no, I'm good to go. Come hang out in the prop shop. That's right. Make sure again, chiefs prop shop over there on discord at the top of the page. It is a free channel on the Rotor grinders, um, discord channel. A lot of links on the RG page that you can get to discord. It's very easy to find. If you can't find it, send me a tweet and I'll send you a link, send chief a link or a tweet and he'll send you a link. Um, come hang out. That's going to wrap it up here for Monday. Hope everyone had an awesome weekend. Good luck. We'll see you guys again tomorrow.